Welcome to the Color of Influence podcast, where you will hear conversations from influential people of color from around the world, from social media, and right here in your communities. These behind the scenes conversations will motivate you, inspire you, and encourage you. I am your host, Aisha Morgan, and let's meet today's guest. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year and welcome back to the podcast. So we are continuing on with following with my breast cancer journey. Today is going to be the last podcast episode of my journey following along with my last two treatments, treatment five and six, and me ringing the bell. So I wanted you guys to be able to follow along from finding out that I had cancer all the way to my last treatment. And as always, like, share, comment, follow the podcast, follow us on YouTube and subscribe to our channel and follow us on all social media platforms. So chemo day five was really a big transition for me. Um, I finally accepted my bald head and actually went out in public without a hat or anything covering it and decided to get my henna done on my head. Dom Soul is my henna artist that I've been going to for a very long time and she blessed my head with such an amazing design. Head over to YouTube to check out the visuals to go with today's episode because it looks amazing. Okay, so after my fifth chemo treatment, I had to get another diagnostic mammogram and an ultrasound. Preparing for my diagnostic mammogram. And I think, yeah, I think that's it. Some kind of other imaging too. So I'm leaving from getting my mammogram and my ultrasound. And from what they said, the tumor or whatever it was is responding to the treatment. And it looks good. So I couldn't find a lot of what they saw a couple months ago. So she said, there should be no delay in my surgery. I, on the other hand, am tired. My stomach hurts from yesterday. Allergies are killing me. And I just want to lay down. Try to eat something. I don't know if that's going to work or not. But, yeah. So, I'm glad my body's responding to this treatment and I can have this surgery on time. Chemo day six is here, guys. It's the last chemo treatment that I have to do in this cycle. I pray to God that I never have to do chemo again. But I am blessed that I was able to get through all of these treatments and I'm able to ring my bell. I have made it to the end. Um, I can't believe it. Time has gone slow, but it has gone by fast. Ring as loud as you can. All right. 
Ring this bell three times well. It's told to clearly say, my treatment's done, to, done. this course is run, and I am on my way. such a routine for six treatments I started in April or March I think April um, and every three weeks three weeks I was up there getting my chemo done knowing that for a week and a half at the least um, I was gonna be very tired and not really have much of an appetite um, but here we are I made it to the last treatment um, this little, ooh, wrong side, this little puppy, my port will stay because I have to get her septin, um, which is a, I guess they, they all call it my, um, what is she called? My maintenance medicine. So it gets rid of any cells, but it's not chemo. And then, this is the last day that I have to wear my Lulesta. Is that what it's called? Lulesta? Yeah, Lulesta. Last day I wear my Lulesta. Um, a couple of things are going to happen coming up. I have to get my kidneys checked, my heart checked with a echocardiogram, I think that's what it's called. Blood work done. I have to meet the plastic surgeon. My surgery, tentatively, they're saying the second week of August of September because the first week is like August and then goes into September. So the second week of September is possibly my surgery date. Um, it's gonna be a Thursday. She kept saying Thursday, Thursday. So it's gonna be on a Thursday. Um, my breast doctor said her part will take about two hours and then the plastic surgeon will come in and do his part. Uh, I will get expanders put in after my breast doctor does her part and which are like balloons that blow up and they add liquid to it to stretch your skin to be the size boobs that you want. So. I will also have my tissue and lymph nodes out of this this arm uh, taken to pathology to look at to make sure that there are no cells or anything alarming in my breast tissue and my lymph nodes. And then based off of that, um, if everything is clear from pathology, I will only be on Herceptin until April because I have to do a year of total treatment. So I will go get my Herceptin done every three weeks. The process is about an hour because I have to do pre-labs and then the Herceptin, I sit there for just 30 minutes, get that done, and then I'm out. So um, thinking about doing that closer to work and just going for lunch, 
from doing that during lunch and then going back to work or depending on the timing just go at the end of work for lunch like sometime in that lunch break period um, and then go back to work so if everything goes well that's it if it's something alarming that my oncologist sees I will have to take Progetta I think that's what it's called uh, which is just an additional drug and I believe that's still 30 minutes 30 to 45 minutes but right now it's Herceptin I will start that the week before my surgery if my surgery is when they say it's gonna be either way my oncologist is not waiting for a surgery date I have to start this at the end of August for my Herceptin so I rang my bell today and it was just very surreal um, to be truthfully honest like all when I text my friends the video my family everybody was crying um, I think for me it's hard because I'm not done I'm done with chemo and I'm so glad to be done with all those drugs sitting there for you know from eight o'clock to one o'clock getting these drugs um, and now to not have to do that is great um, I don't know how I'm gonna be on the Herceptin there are some side effects um, nausea fatigue uh, diarrhea possibly loss of appetite I think I believe it's still my hair loss um, I think but either way um, nothing like what I've been dealing with right now. And, you know, for me, um, being able to just physically be able to do things, it's going to make me happy, you know, walking up and down my steps, taking a walk with my daughter around the block, being outside with her, taking her to the pool. Those things are exciting times for me because I just haven't been able to do that for a good portion of the summer so uh, my mom is here she's been here for about a month almost um, she came right before treatment five so it's been at least three weeks um, that she's been here and it's been such a blessing um, she's helped so much with Kingsley just having her here just your mom it's my mom you know it's a comfort that no one will know you know I don't care if she just sat on the couch with me for three weeks straight because we really didn't do anything to be honest because it's been so hot um and my appetite has kind of been wonky so um we just kind of hung out here and watch movies and watch Britbox and Netflix and it was great, um, but just to have her physically here, you know, has been wonderful. Seeing her with Kingsley has been wonderful. Um, so, yeah. Um, back to the bell. You know, I rung that bell for myself. Um, you know how Snoop is like, I just want to thank myself. I want to thank myself because since April, 
I have been on a physical roller coaster, literally. An emotional roller coaster, a mental roller coaster. Um, because as I've been telling y'all, pretty much, you know, I go through these cycles every three weeks and my short-term memory is kind of not that great. Um, my ability to problem solve is not bad, but it just takes me a little bit longer. Um, my ability to They say learn new things, and I guess this could be it. Um, trying to put these videos together, y'all, of my treatment process um, has been hard, and me thinking I'm just tired and I just can't do it um, because I'm tired, I do think my brain is not really moving on all cylinders that, to get me to do it. Um, but here I am, you know, taking care of my baby, supporting Jamel, going to work. I have not called off work one day um, in these five months. Um, doing my job, supporting my teachers, you know, going to therapy, um, trying, trying to make sure my labs are not terrible because my kidneys were bad. Um, she did give me a good report that they're better than they were last time, but not where she wants them to be. Um, and this is my nurse, my chemo nurse. And it's all associated with water. So she's like, I can tell you've been drinking more water this time, but you need to keep it up and double that, well, triple that you need more water so um and my oncologist told me the same thing especially today and tomorrow on friday just to flush out those chemicals from my kidneys um so i got me a little new starbucks cup um and you know in hopes that a new cup will make me drink more water and I got a new water bottle that has been leaking, which is annoying, um, in hopes that those things will help me drink more water. I don't know if it's helping because she just told me today that I still need to drink more water. So we'll see. Um, but you know, black fingernails that I've been dealing with um, my fingernails growing into my skin I've been dealing with. Same thing on my toes. Um, no hair that I'm dealing with. I'm trying to get used to being around people with it. I go out in public with my bald head. Haven't made it to work with my bald head yet. So... That is a goal that I would like to accomplish, either that or start wearing wigs to work um, instead of my turbans and my scarves. Um, just getting comfortable in this skin. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, my hair is not going back, growing back until I'm done to Herceptin, which is April. And I just can't, I don't know, like I don't foresee myself 
just wearing my turbans all that long but we'll see I mean I'll probably start wearing my wigs or a wig to work like my work wig um and then kind of going from there but yes I've been dealing with all those things internally mentally spiritually physically for five months um you know not having a period not having any kind of urge sexual urges um just kind of going through the motions of life just not feeling like myself you know uh yeah i mean i haven't meditated in months uh haven't done yoga in months i haven't worked out in months you know, I used to relax and take baths, and I just, the thought of getting out of the bathtub freaks me out if somebody's not here, because my muscles typically are fatigued, um, and so I don't want to fall out the tub, because I have a pretty deep tub, so I haven't taken a bath, even when Jamel's here, just because... You know, I know he could help me in and out of the tub, but I just, I don't know. Just haven't taken a bath. Um, but, you know, I'm proud of myself for making it through this far. And everybody tells me they're proud of me and, um, you know, how strong I am. And I know that I'm strong. I mean... And it's not even strong as in like you pushed through and you got through this. I did something right because my doctor talks about, my oncologist talks about how well I'm handling the treatment. So there was something happening before all of this that allowed my body to be able to make it through these treatments and have minor side effects not severe side effects so I am blessed in that way um so again thanking myself um for living a lifestyle that allowed me to get through this treatment and to try to make things better for myself while I've been in treatment trying to do things a little bit different um, not sticking to my vegan diet because food that normally I would eat would make me nauseous. So I just wouldn't eat until I got the appetite back to eat those things, uh, which were, you know, my vegan foods. And so it could be, you know, two weeks before I had the urge to eat those things. And so... I would be eating fruit here and there and a smoothie here and there and um, just not enough. And so after that first treatment, I realized I can't do this. Like it's not sustainable. And so my cancer, well, chemo pharmacist, he told me, you have to eat what you can eat. What you feel like eating, that's what you eat. If you don't normally eat meat and you see meat and you can consume it, eat it. You cannot just not eat. So I did. 
initially it was more fish and turkey and chicken and then I got to a point during treatment four where chicken was making me nauseous I couldn't eat it I ended up eating I think ribs one day uh, bacon and then after treatment five I had pork chops and sausages um, and funny thing I could eat those things at the beginning of my treatment when I was going off the tail end meaning like um, back to uh, some semblance of normalcy physically and with my taste buds and I could not eat the sausages this morning or yesterday like the thought of it mm -mm. Um, so with that I'm hoping that I regain my taste buds because right now things taste weird all the time um, sweet things are the only thing that I can taste that tastes like itself so candies and cookies and uh, some cookies homemade cookies yes store-bought cookies no uh, same with like cupcakes and cakes and pies um, store-bought no uh, homemade yes same thing with chips certain chips I can taste like this chemically taste in them so I can't eat them um, things that I'm not supposed to have hot foods because of my heart one of the medications does mess with my heart but um, when I eat something that's spicy it tastes normal in my mouth um, it can't be too too hot though like it has to be mild can't be like um, you know jalapeno seed hot um, I can't tolerate that never did like that anyway but um, I'm hoping that I get my taste buds back and that chemical taste from those medications is gone out of my mouth so that I can return to what I like to eat and not just eating you know what my body craves in that second and then not even be able to finish it because I don't want it um, so you know throughout this whole treatment chemo treatment it was like a battle between my brain and my mouth my brain is like look this food is here eat eat that and I eat it and my mouth is like mm -mm. this don't even taste like what you think it is we're not eating that plus like I feel full my stomach's like I feel full and then my mouth is like but this don't even taste good anyway so I'm not eating that my stomach's like I'm feeling a little nauseous after them bites um, so typical side effects from my chemo but not nausea yes diarrhea yes but the uh, odd taste in my mouth is from the chemo drugs it's from all those drugs together 
so I don't have to deal with that. So I'm hoping that very quickly after my three week mark of normally going back to treatment, that uh, my taste buds retain my old palate, hopefully. Um, but this treatment has been, I don't wanna say great, because it hasn't been great. Um, but it's been nice to have the support of my family and friends. I received lots of DMs, lots of comments, I got lots of text messages throughout this time. People would just randomly send me things. Um, People would just randomly send me things uh, throughout these couple of months, five months. Um, I got masks, I got stylus, I got socks, I got a cup, I got some more socks, um, I got a shirt, I got some stones to rub, one that says one day at a time. Got some stones when I rung my bell today. I got, I picked them out. I picked strength, love, and I forgot the last one, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's been great. Um, my family checks on me all the time. My close friends check on me all the time, which is nice. Um, so someone asked me what I'm going to do to celebrate finishing chemo, and to be honest with you, um, you know, I'm not out of the water from chemo because it takes at least the three weeks for me to get back to normal and be able to do things. Um, so celebrating it right now is not, I, I don't feel that desire to celebrate something that is going to be in my body for the next three weeks. So, um, I may do something, you know, week four, because I've made it to a fourth week with no treatment, and just to see how my body reacts, week four or five, you know, kind of gauge how I feel, um, and then I believe after week five, no, maybe after week four, that next Thursday, Tuesday. I have my Herceptin treatment, so that'll be like a first time doing that and seeing how I feel from that, but um, I want to celebrate, celebrate when I'm done surgery and I'm back to work and I'm moving around and I'm able to work out and I'm able to eat whatever I want. Um, that's when I'll celebrate because I'll feel like I'm done and then in April when my Herceptin is done and you know through this time from now until April I still will see my oncologist um, to just to make sure my Herceptin treatments are going fine I will still see my plastic surgeon he 
he does like my follow-ups from surgery and then he clears me and it's like you're good to go you can do this now you can do that so I will have to see him throughout the fall um, to get that clearance and my breast doctor I believe I don't have to see her but a few times after surgery I think because she told me that the uh, plastic surgeon is the one who does my aftercare treatment so I don't think I have to see her anymore but I'm not sure um, but you know I made it through chemo I made it and good job me um, I feel accomplished time went fast even though I was struggling as I was in it um, I do feel like time went pretty fast and yeah thank y'all uh, we'll give you an update in a couple of weeks about my test results for my echo and my renal doctor appointment and my oncology appointment which is all at the end of the month um, so it'll be a couple of weeks but I will do an update to let you know how I'm feeling um, throughout this last treatment as well. Alright. And that's a wrap on another amazing episode. I know that you were just as inspired as I was after listening to that conversation. And to let us know how we're doing, don't forget to leave us a review, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also follow us on all social media platforms from YouTube to Facebook at The Color of Influence and on Instagram, the underscore color underscore of underscore influence. You can check out all of our episodes and additional content on our website, thecolorofinfluence.com. And that's an in only for influence. And don't forget to share the podcast with someone you know and have them share the podcast with someone they know. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, peace out.